Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 295 of Where the Heavenly Bodies Are, Sky Astrology. With me, your host, Chapeau Claudette, aka Claudette. And if you don't know already, it's my nickname. My name is Claudette, but my nickname is Claudette because I love clouds and looking up and because I published a book for children and adults called So Sorry I'm Tardy that the clouds actually, yeah, wrote and I recorded (laughs) and it's just a picture of photographs that I took from my rooftop of clouds but they told such an amazing story of an overdue baby's journey from the cloud life onto earth. It's available in five languages on iTunes So check out So Sorry, I'm Tardy by Chapeau Claudette, not Claudette. Anyway, let's get on to me sharing where the heavenly bodies are this Tuesday, the 28th of April, 2020. What a year it has been. And I could go on very long, but right now it's 555, which is good. (laughs) What I was just talking about, I could go on very long about all the things that are going on in the world but I have quite recently sent out updated sky data and charts to my students or those who have had a consultation with me and the hopes that they can listen to the podcast and plot the positions of the heavenly bodies in their sky chart so that they at least are aware of where the heavenly bodies are and in which placement or house or section of their sky that it is. So what they don't really need to know about putting it in their sky is the ascendant, but I like to share that because it's what's rising at the time. Note this time I'm doing it for the GMT time and I'm doing it for today at 20:30 that's 30 minutes after 8 p.m. New York City time that would be 5:30 p.m. and would it be 5:30 p.m.? No, it's going to be 15:30 p.m. that's 3:30 p.m. New York City time and 12 p.m. Pacific time, California time. So, first things first is at this time in the night at 20:30, we have Libra rising at the beginning of Libra at 3 degrees. Next, we talk we have another 3 which is the calculation of the south node point, the descending node path of the sun and moon. It's also at 3 degrees. It's at 3 degrees Sagittarius. It is actually very close to the galactic center. Next, we have Pluto in retrograde but 
physically still standing still mathematically because it's still at 28 degrees 28 arch minutes next we have jupiter moving slowly at 30 degrees another three and then we have saturn oh three to four, sorry at 30 degrees sagittarius mind you very important because the sky astrology positions are as they are above literally in the sky actually i took a recording of someone who practices and says they practice western astrology here i go on a tangent again and i'm actually going to put that in the podcast i don't say who it is it's very cheeky but this is what i feel like this is why i have to be so passionate about spreading this information because the western astrologers are using the wrong language and i honestly think a lot of them know not what they do and this astrologer kind of self-taught or i don't know i think she took some classes but she's about to do a course and that's why she was inviting people to ask her anything about astrology and somebody asked her and she literally said it's western astrology and it's that where the stars are in the sky at the time of birth and she was literally talking about they were supposedly in the sky above at that position. She used the word constel- constellations as well. So then that was 100% clear that she was talking astronomy, but saying it was astrology, which was quite challenging for me to listen to. And if you don't believe me, I'm actually going to try to put it in the at the end of this episode so you know how important it is to understand the difficulties of clarification how to clarify something where i don't know it just doesn't seem like common knowledge that this these are two different things anyway so there i go off my tangent let's get back to where the heaven buddies are yes i took (laughs) i do want to bring joy in your life but i'm only human Okay, so as I was saying about Jupiter was in Sagittarius, I have to say, you know why that happened, another, because my ascendant is at 30 degrees Sagittarius, and Jupiter is on there now, and maybe Jupiter is saying, show yourself, Claudette, get out there, shout it from the rooftops, astrology, Western astrology needs to upgrade, and if you don't want to upgrade, then at least please don't use the wrong vocabulary. And the lo- wrong vocabulary is saying constellations. Okay. Okay, I'm done. Next is the planet of Saturn. And it is actually at the beginning of the constellation of Capricorn. And it is so clear that it is there. Saturn, of course, is challenges. It belongs to Capricorn. It's in an Earth energy. It's, you know, Earth sign, as they say. I like to call them energies. And we are feeling the lessons, the Earth boundaries and um, consequences of Saturn in Capricorn. Next, we have Mars, which is also in Capricorn. It's at 20 degrees today. And then we have Neptune at the very end of Aquarius. Now, with Sky Astrology, 
they don't all have the same 30 degrees they have different size degrees and I need to point that out because Aquarius just has short of 25 degrees so at 22 degrees where Neptune is oh it's at oh no it's not at 22 it's at 22 23 then it is almost at the end of Aquarius but it's in the part of the sky they call the sea and also that represents the rainy season and the season the time of year where things are slowly coming from winter and you know everything's getting warmer and so there's more moisture in the air we have next Chiron which we like to acknowledge it's at 15 degrees it's not a planet of Pisces and it's a new one I don't know if I shared it before but I found it in in the sky yes I did share it because I was doing it for the podcast that had the visual version on YouTube and I was showing how I found the 10th planet Eris it's called at 32 degrees Pisces but it is actually in Satus and because Satus positions are not mathematically calculated I cannot tell you what degree it is but I can tell you it is in that part of the sky they call the sea and that it is a dwarf planet and that we are still observing what kind of impact it has on it it is not in the two sky view apps that I use unfortunately but it is online in the sky.org and it is calculated in Pisces at 32 degrees although actually it is in Satan so that's also difficult but nonetheless in my research I just want to share that I had it at my Jupiter when I was born at yes that's interesting so I'm discovering this eras when Jupiter is on my ascendant and Jupiter and eras were together conjunct at 18 degrees when I was born how crazy is that that is just crazy so not crazy that is the true mathematical beauty of sky astrology okay so next we have Mercury it's at three degrees tonight at 2030 GMT time another three then we have Uranus is at seven degrees of Aries now this is also Satus territory Satus is a very long sea dragon and it really starts at around the middle of Pisces or some part at the end it basically it has a lot of very um, luminous stars and some of them are competing with the stars of Pisces which doesn't have as many luminous stars and the path of the ecliptic is between Pisces and Satus and sometimes that ecliptic path is actually closer to the stars of Satus than they are on Pisces but as I always say I believe the challenge is to acknowledge and integrate more than one energy and so we don't want to isolate these energies the sky has make-believe borders by astronomers 
but quite actually there's no borders in the sky which is fantastic and actually some uh, constellations like Aquarius and Capricorn overlap so actually what I'm saying now is when I said Mars was at 20 degrees of Capricorn it is though in the company of star Albaldi from Aquarius and that Aquarius energy that sea energy is coming in so that is a good thing especially as Mars which is originally a fiery energy in earth that really only uh, is inviting it to take an alchemist uh, application to the situation which I mean like metaphysically I mean out of the ordinary because fire and earth really don't interact you know immediately they have to also have a catalyst to integrate themselves like if you throw loads of earth on to fire you might be able to put it out but if you and if somebody applies fire onto metal or solid which is also considered earth then you can eventually transform that shape and also produce gas a fume which is producing air which is also gas and air is the same thing which turns that solid earthing into a fluid metal but fluids are also considered water that flows and allows you then to take that malleable um, substance or water of information and change it into what you want it to be this is all kind of you know <laughs> how do you say yeah metaphysical alchemist just a concept that you can use to apply that you have to be able to think outside the box okay i'm having a long blah 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 again so if you want to know more about that just hit me up twitter instagram aka cloud deck next we have the sun the sun is shining brightly at nine degrees of almost 10 degrees let's call it 10 degrees it's nine degrees and 59 arch minutes of aries which is really it's it's I think it's a little bit out of um, Satus's um, positioning now maybe I can um, use that as a picture for this broadcast to show you exactly where the Sun is next we have Venus trotting along at 24 degrees it is moving but soon it will be also going retrograde but it's I don't I think it's the third plan to go retrograde because Jupiter is gonna go retrograde before Venus then we'll have Pluto Jupiter and Venus retrograde in May so that should be interesting next we have the North Node it's at 36 degrees of Taurus it's come out of Gemini because it moves backwards okay and last but definitely not least we have 13 degrees 13 degrees and 25 arch minutes is the position of our moon in Gemini and if you can see the night sky if it's not cloudy like in London I ask you to see the crescent moon in the vicinity of two bright stars Pollock and Castor actual stars of Gemini that you can see with your naked eye so if somebody tells you Western astrology that up in the sky you know that the 
that the um, moon is in Leo, you'll say, uh, 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 I can't see it in Leo, sorry. Why? How are we going to rectify that? Anyway, so I'm not going to go on. I'm going to end this. You have the information, and now I'm going to search for that piece of um, audio where you will hear an astrologer. I think I'm going to put it on Instagram <laughs> where you hear an astrologer talk about constellations. Okay, so lots of love from me. Take care of yourselves until next time. And when the moon changes, when the moon is actually in cancer, actually, they're going to say it's in cancer. Sorry. I mean, I mean, I haven't looked to see what they say. I can do. Oh, it's 1811, which are my numbers. I will look and see. You'll hear some tap, 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 tapping. As I do use. I like to know what the Western astrology. Yep, they say the moon's in Cancer until the 30th. Because, yeah, Cancer actually only has 20 degrees, but they say it's 30 degrees. And they say that the moon's in Cancer. But the, the constellation of Cancer is quite faint, so you might not be able to see it. But you will be able to see Regulus, the bright star of Leo. And you'll see that the moon is nowhere near... Leo and not near Cancer, but closer to the stars you can see, which are the stars of Gemini. And if we're going to talk constellations, then let's talk constellations. Ooh. Anyway, I'm trying to figure out a way to help more people. If you would like to know more about, but you can't afford the proper uh, consultation tutorial that is quite intensive, but it is necessary when you make this transition from western astrology or not knowing anything at all and I have had the experience that it is important to have um, access to support and information but like I say I am in the middle of putting the course together where then I will be able to um, share a lot of information via audio and therefore you will still be able to have the information but for a um, amount an uh, inner ex energy exchange they call it that is probably easier for a lot of people to put into their budget considering we don't know what is happening in the world so and my responsibility to make sure that sky astrology is accessible to everyone even though I do am a little bit of a control person because I do feel responsible. I've seen the power of astrology and I want to make sure when people discover their true nature after being misdirected for such a long time that they have all the tools and the mindset and the introduction that makes it a pleasurable an inspiring experience and not a uh, difficult one okay that's enough for me today blah 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 ta 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 lots of love from me take care of yourselves until next time it's chapeau claudette aka cloud because i love clouds and looking up in the day and in the night cheerio question
with how does astrology work? Well, astrology is a system. There's different types of astrology, and um, the astrology that I practice is called the astrology that I practice is called uh, Western astrology or tropical astrology. And so the way it works is there's a there's a system. There's a language to it. There's um, it's like a pie chart. About it, and it's a pie chart with sections. You, each of these sections represents something. So you can set the, the 12 sections are the 12 sides. The 12 sections are also the 12 houses. Um, then there's also 10, 10 main planets in our solar system. And so using symbology and um, mythology, and because when you think of the planets and the way that they're when they when they were the way they were discovered and the names that they were given um, by the whatever scientist or astronomer that discovered the planet, um, somehow, and this is this is what I love about astrology, symbol, symbolism is one of, one of the most important things um, that we are kind of lacking in our society. And so when a, when a scientist or an astronomer discovers a planet and, and, and gives it a name, subconsciously, they're tapping into the collective conscious and the the, the, the symbolism of, of that planet, and somehow they're led to the name, right? And so, um, basically, that's how, like, astrology kind of works. It's like the, the symbolism that is connected to the planet, the name that, the, that they're given, which is mostly Greek, Greek mythological names, they tell us the meaning of the planet. And so then you go deeper and deeper into the analysis of that, and this is really basic, what I'm talking about, but you go deeper into the analysis of that, and you discover a whole world of understanding yourself, your personality, your gifts, um, all the traits that, that make you who you are, all the combination of traits that make you who you are. So that's kind of how it works, and Attitude of the exact point that you were born, from that perspective, looking up into the sky, you you can see the stars, and there's you know there's a certain constellation that's rising on the east horizon, and then there's a certain constellation that's that's um, um, that's falling. No, falling is not the word. Why am I not? The word's not coming to me. Setting, and so um, and so basically that's like that becomes. Um, part of your personality, but you you can only determine that if you if you know the exact time that you were born, because at the exact time that you were born, you look up in the sky and it's like a frozen your your chart your natal chart is like a frozen image of where the planets were, what sign they were in, um, what constellation was rising in the east, and so it's actually it's fascinating to me. Hi. It's me, I'm back. This is part two of episode 295 because, as life would have it, I did not send what happened yesterday at 23.11, I believe. You can check the time. But this one is early and it is good to look and see what happened. 
when you after it happened so you have the time and sometimes it's even better because then you're not anticipating what would happen so this is the information for 13 11 which is almost it's exactly the time because I like to work as well with the energy of the time in the UK okay so what we should do should we do that time and then I'll do a time for uh, California so we have Leo rising in the sky you can't see it it's cloudy anyway you wouldn't be able to see it anyway at seven degrees of Leo this star Regulus is about nine or ten degrees so you could say that it is rising because Every four minutes, one degree. So in the next 10 minutes, Regalus, Regal, Regalus will be rising, Regulus. And then we have the south node still at three degrees. We have Pluto still at 28. We have Jupiter still at 30. Saturn still at one, actually slowly almost being two, but not today. Mars at 20 degrees of Capricorn, two heavenly bodies, three, yeah, two heavenly bodies at 22 degrees. That is Neptune at 22 degrees still of Aquarius. Chiron at 15 degrees, 23, the 10th planet, Eris at 32 degrees is going to be there forever. So if you know someone has 32 degrees. Pisces is the calculation in the constellation of Satus. Then let us know. Mercury at 4 degrees Aries. Uranus at 7 degrees of Aries. And our sun has moved it to 10 degrees Aries. Venus at 24 degrees Taurus. North node at 36 degrees of Taurus and our moon is the second heavenly body that is at 22 degrees at this exact moment of Gemini. Okay, so that's where the heavenly bodies are in the UK at 11 minutes after 1 p.m. Did I say? No, probably not. On August the 29th. Twenty twenty, and now it's thirteen thirteen. Let's see, we're gonna do the time thirteen thirteen. So don't get it confused if I give you the time for thirteen thirteen for um, California, because there thirteen thirteen is gonna be our twenty one. So it's a big difference yeah but you can use it for tonight so I'll tell you what it is I'll tell you that 13 let's leave it at 1311 not 1313 for California so we're going to be at 1311 for California let's be Time to think for uh, New York time, Florida time.
that is 16 hours 11 that's 11 minutes after 4 p.m. for for east coast for california time of course it is 1 um 11 11 minutes after 1 p.m. and for uh UK time tonight it will be 9 p.m. 11 so nine, 11 minutes after 9 p.m. or you could say 21 11 p.m. on the 29th of 20 so we have one earlier that went ahead of time or at the same time for this second part and then we have what's coming up and there we find a lot the same, I believe. <laughs> we have everything the same. Yeah, the nodes the same, 3 degrees, Pluto 28, Jupiter 30, Saturn still at 1 degrees, Mars still at 20 degrees, Mer Neptune still at 22, Chiron at 15, Mercury at 5 degrees, I don't know if it was 5 degrees earlier, Uranus, of course, at 7 degrees still. Our sun still at 10 degrees, almost 11, to be honest. And Venus still at 24 degrees, oh, approaching 25. The north node at 36, but our moon has moved on. It is at 26 degrees and 11, no, 26 degrees and closing in on 27 degrees, to be exact. That is the situation with our heavenly bodies in the sky the 10th planet Eris is still gonna be at 32 it takes 557 or 58 years to complete the trip around the zodiac depending on who you who you follow or who you believe so anyway I just have a little tip bit here I hope you enjoyed um, me sharing that information about an astrologer talking about western astrology but using terminology for astronomy and i have found an article by the astro twins who run astro style who i have in a way kind of approached because one of their a they have a fukius energy but they totally denounce that and they say that astrology and astronomy are not at all the same and that Actually, astrology follows a pseudo path. I mean, ah, you can't make it up. I'm going to link the article in the description, okay? So you see that it's more about, unfortunately, the terminology that is used by a lot of Western astrologers, which makes it confusing for people who want to know what is actually happening in the sky and for them to understand that it's not the same thing when even though they use the terminology is happening in the sky or they use constellations that western astrology tropical astrologies those calculations are not representative of what is above as below which is for me just you know little reminder that it doesn't make you uh conscious or privy to those true energies that regulate 
the growth of plant life and nature below. And I consider myself nature. That's what natal means. So as we are born, we are part of nature. And as we grow, we are part of nature. And if you are somebody who eats organically or you someone who looks for the holistic view of life, you someone who doesn't want to have additives or anything, um, you know, with soup, what's it called, um, <laughs> I can't think of the word, <laughs> anything synthetic, actually, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, unnatural in part of your life, then I am making a suggestion that it, you at least be curious about Sky Astrology. Join our mailing list. I'm about to offer a course and some information there. And actually, I'll put that link in the description as well. So take care of yourselves. Have a fantastic Wednesday, 29th of April, 2020. Thank you for listening. It's Chapeau Claudette, a.k.a. Claudette, because I love clouds. And looking up and being aware of these amazing heavenly bodies that we can see with our eyes in the sky and the stars that have been a part of our existence, of our rhythm since the day one, since the stars were in the sky. Thank you very much. Bye. I'm back again because <laughs> I want to read you this article, just a snippet of it. And of course, I have the link in the description. So when is this from? This is a old article. Does it say where it's from? No. Does not. Okay. I can't tell you that. But it's an older article. And it says, Breaking news from the Astro Twins on their AstroStyle.com website. A lot of people follow them. They are well known. And they give daily horoscopes. They do a lot of things. They have courses, everything. So these are reputable people in the Western astrology world. The article says, Breaking news, your star sign has not changed. Contrary to popular belief and a recent declaration made by NASA. By the Astro Twins. So I'll read you the first paragraph. In September 2016, NASA made waves on the internet when it announced that it changed the 12 zodiac signs because of a shift of the Earth's axis. Excuse us? Question mark. They explained that in the last 3,000 years since the zodiac system was first created, the sky has shifted because Earth's axis, North Pole, doesn't point in quite the same direction. That's an end quote from NASA. The quote is, the sky has shifted because Earth's axis, North Pole, doesn't point in quite the same direction. End of quote. According to NASA, this shift of the constellations from a vintage point also confirms claims made by astronomers that the constellation of Fucus is now the 13th star sign and a legit member of the Zodiac. 
screech or some kind of explanation. S C R E E E E E E E E E C H H H H H H exclamation point. So obviously they are freaking out. They say they say while the whole world might be freaking out, here's a friendly reminder. NASA agrees with us that astrology and astrology are not one and the same. Periodically, astronomers will announce breaking news that horoscopes aren't accurate because the constellations have shifted. They will announce the discovery of a focus as a 13 star sign and claim that the horoscope dates for Libra and every other sign have changed. Here is an interesting bit of clarification between astronomy and astrology. The actual constellations, capital letters, H-A-V-E, have shifted over the ages, comma, but Western astrology, listen closely, Western astrology follows a different system, comma, which uses, quote, artificial, quote, constellations. Rather than following the movement of the visual stars, comma, Western astrology is based on the apparent path of the sun as seen from our vintage point on earth. Within that path, comma, astrologers have carved out static zones, static zones, they don't move. And we track the planetary movements against these. That is why zodiac sign dates remain the same even as the heavens keep shifting. And now this is a explanation, um, a, sorry, a large type in the article. And this is the, well, um, the last quote from the article that I'm going to tell you. And you can read the whole article with the link in the description. And this says, the actual constellations, oh, they're just repeating this. This is great. They're actually repeating what they wrote in small print. Now they write it in big print. The actual constellations have, H-A-V-E, large capitals, shifted over the ages, but Western astrology follows a different system which uses artificial constellations. I don't know where to even start. I'm not even going to, I think it just explains everything, but I just want to draw your attention to The heavens keep shifting. Now we're talking about shift. We're talking about new paradigm. I just saying, if you want to follow artificial constellations or you want to follow shifting constellations. Thank you very much. Lots of love from me. I, I am forced to put together a course and that's what I'm going to be working on the rest of today because I feel responsible to share what I saw with my eyes in the Egyptian sky. And if anything, just keep an open mind. Just keep an open mind, you know. And as I want to quote the 
photograph that I used for this episode of 295 episode of Where the Heavenly Bodies Are, a quote from Stephen Hawkins, it says, the greatest enemy of knowledge is not ignorance, it is the illusion of knowledge. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care of yourselves. Reach out to me with a link to contact me, ask any questions about this or whatever is in the description as well. Take care.